Episode 51, I think we're running out of shit to talk about, but I've also been ignoring most things, completely. So... Use most of my brain energy to work. Sorry. Yeah, back at it full blown. Eh, it is what it is. There's enough stuff on the cutting room floor at this point that we could not record for a while and it'd still be alright. So... It is what it is. Maybe there will be a nugget or two. Welcome to fucking Tuesdays. How about we start with some niceties? Like? How's everything going with everybody? Personally? Or... I think it's the calm before the storm. Hopefully. I think summer, at least, is going to be very busy for me. I uh, hit the panic button at one point. Friend sent a picture of a house that was on fire. And I, quick glance, could have swore it was his house. So started prepping beds and bullshit to make sure I had room for people as just in case they needed a place. Because I, I literally didn't look close enough. That was one where I just skimmed. Yeah. Grabbed straight into minimal details and like, oh shit. Yeah. That was my heart attack for the week. Because I've seen the wiring in that house. And it makes me just as nervous as my own. And there's so many times I step outside from nearby mm-hmm. and... Oh, a fire. I wonder if it's finally my place. Yeah. I got nothing. It's not like I can say much about work. There's so much I would like to say, but I shan't. (laughs) Oh my. Anything I'm doing is very, very complicated. It seems it would take too long to explain most of it. So you'll see when it's done. You, uh, get your seed starters started? Yeah, but then shit froze and I don't know. Everything might be dead. Luckily, I just dump it all and start again. Yeah. But the seeds look like they... I mean, did you use all your seeds? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Well, you might have to get more seeds. I mean, of course. How many? I don't know how many you're supposed to plant. Just planted all of them. I usually like to think of what I can do with that much at one time. Did you do any, like germination prior or did you just put them right into the pods I mean they're in sprouting soil I assume in the shop yeah I mean it still gets freezing but it's this is not like wind blowing on it and stuff like that it might mm-hmm. be okay if not I'll dump them and start over with other things yeah I think I'm gonna hold off on trying to start mine for a couple weeks still I probably should have but everybody was like no nah, it's fine it won't freeze anymore no gotta wait till the last half of April at least well, now we're going to have to worry, like, especially if people have preformed beds and things, and if they're very shallow, 
it's just gonna wash out. Like, oh my goodness, it's indoor only. There's the amount of rain we're supposed to get, mm -hmm. and especially if it's as wet of a spring as it's looking like it's gonna be. Yeah. I need a cover for uh, get a greenhouse, I guess. Yeah. I want to get a couple of raised planters, like raised beds. Same. I was thinking about getting a lumber to do it, but it's going to be expensive. Not, not as bad as you think. If we go down to Paoli, yeah, it's not bad. It depends on what you want to make it out of and how big. But yeah, I don't think it'll be bad. A few hundred dollars for like a couple of big bastards. Might be a shit ton of work though. You can get the little kits from the Amazon for less than 50 bucks. It's like a corrugated steel. It's not very big, but you just build I'm thinking about just doing that. Well, you just build a two by four frame and then use corrugated as the, that could work. Yeah. I like that. It'd be way cheaper. Mm-hmm. And it comes with the hardware to put it together. It's not bad looking, but I mean, that's not ideal so far as what I want, but I mean. See, I was thinking cedar. This would be like my first garden of anything other than a pot with some tomatoes and strawberries once on the front porch. So I don't even know if I'm gonna stick with it or not. So until I know what my lazy ass is gonna do, you know, as soon as it gets 90s and it's 100% humidity, I'm not gonna wanna go outside and fuck around with the garden. Yeah, as an underground creature, I recommend it. I'm just a real bitch about the heat. And I'll admit it freely. I'm a big bitch. I understand. I like the cold better. But. As long as it stays, I can acclimate to just about anything. It's the sudden snap between extremes that Indiana's so famous for. Mm. They fuck with me. Yeah. Like when it goes from, I'll get used to the hot and then it'll go even like a little bit cold. And it just fucks me all up. But when you spend 12 hours a day in 105 degrees, direct sunlight, it fucks you up a little bit to go to 60. Or a week of negatives, and then up to the 50s, and then back to borderline negatives, and then back up to 70s, and then below freezing. It's We have literally bounced back and forth all winter. That's Indiana January, though. We were seeing 60s in January, 70s in February, and complete opposites down below freezing mm -hmm. in between it was serious peaks and valleys nothing was consistent well it seemed like damn near weekly rainfall if not every other week hardly any snow at all i'm about sick as shit of that i want some fucking snow climate change amigo i want snow to my knees at least well, this is the last couple of years where January, February has been extra wet mm -hmm. in the rainfall instead of snowfall category. Yeah. But then again, our snowfall even is still so, that wonderful word, moist. Mm. It's damn near like rain anyway. Dude, yeah. that makes me want chocolate cake. <laughs> you got a fat kid in there somewhere, don't you? Promise I do. One of these days, man. Slice of chocolate pie. I'm gonna get to 300 at 15% or less body fat. Just fucking thrill people.
Okay, so the robot era is super fun. Um, so it's considered a cryptocurrency, but it's actually a video game. You guys remember that meta thing I was talking about? So this thing is where the next iteration takes place. If we go make a quarantine again, this video game is where people are going to virtually interact and it's integrating NFTs into this, which it's basically the same thing Facebook is trying to do with their meta, but it looks like this company's gonna beat them to it. So as with everything, the first one to do it will probably be the one to beat, but then Facebook will come in behind them a year and be better and it'll be Microsoft versus whatever again. Apparently the way you make money with this thing is just by playing it. Like you build the world around you, you're building the meta and all content is good. Imagine like Roblox plus Minecraft plus Facebook plus everything. Your NFTs that you spent real money on when people come to your house in the meta, they'll see them hung on your wall displayed as trophies, but it'll replace actual human interaction. Imagine plugging in in a VR simulator and going to your best friend's house and that's what you do. Mom, can I go on robot era with whoever? I don't I don't know. So it's gonna be like a VR advisor? I have no idea. I'm uh I'm probably gonna go try to figure out what the hell it is soon. While I'm sitting staring at a screen tomorrow. I'm gonna try to play it. Imagine if you'd have known what the hell Bitcoin was in ninety-nine and mined half a million, two million, ten million dollars worth of them in 99, when that was like two bucks worth. I mean, even with as much as it's dropped recently, there'll be an insane amount of money. What used to be a 10,000th of a penny was at $1.60,000. So every dollar you had was 100 times 10,000. It's a lot of fucking money. If you had a million dollars worth of those things in 99, it'd be worth billions. I've heard of billion dollar wallets, mm -hmm. like where people mined them back in the day and then just lost it. Mm -hmm. Like it went to a scrapyard somewhere or they don't have the password and it's completely encrypted. That would be shitty. That would be. Who's to know if that's true though? There were so many rumors of that in the wives tales and it was, it was that, <laughs> that especially pre to uh, pre Y2K, you know, all the hackers were a big thing. Oh, hackers. And everybody had these nightmares of, of scrawny pale people behind computers, <laughs> you know, taking over everything and, and oh no, but shit. So you think the billion dollar wallet is like an urban legend? I mean, point? I'm sure a few of them exist. Yeah. Like, I might have created one in the early 2000s. We did it as just kind of a why the fuck not, like somebody heard about it in a computer class. So we set a few of them up to do it. I don't remember what we came up with, but it was something. I want to say it was a few dollars worth. Mm -hmm. But it was just we something we did. It was a few dollars worth at that time, which now yeah. would be, yeah. Which at the time they were nothing, yeah. literally, like one Bitcoin was not worth talking about. Like, it wasn't even called Bitcoin. It was just mining. That probably would have been a good idea for some IT classes to get into. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, well, buy some it? of the school's money. And then, how much money would that school have now? 
So no, robot era. Like, might be a life hack. This thing might be big soon. So, I know it sounds stupid now, it probably will be. But imagine playing it from a six-year-old's perspective. And then being relevant or trendy because you started early. Well, it's also... It's of an era where kids can't or are not trusted or able to go the two, three, four, five blocks across town to their friend's house, you know? And so this is where, you know, both parents are working, they need to stay home, this is their way to go to the other kid who needs to stay home and interact. You know, safety and safe spaces and yada yada, and again, you know, should worse come again, second COVID slash so nasty warfare germs miscellaneous. Imagine these things replace the classroom environment. Because it's super, super possible. They'll we're, replace we're the still playground. Struggling for connectivity, though. Oh no, the, um, you, that's you why they're putting out. Well, Facebook is really pushing it to like schools and businesses now to use not as a gaming tool, but as part of your business. So, like in classes, you can virtually go anywhere. I think in the commercial that shows them checking out the mammoths in VR and stuff like that, like a VR field trip, and that could work the same with businesses. Like you could just put on your headset and you can go down on the floor of the whatever company and see what's going on from there. Give your presentation in a virtual meeting room. I mean, so many people are working from home anyway to make them feel like they're in the office environment again. Put them back into a digital cubicle. Here's your blinders, bitch. Pay attention. Do the work. Huh? Set a keyboard and a, and a visor on them. Have them fly a drone. Amazon delivery or attack, it doesn't really matter. Give them 20 hours of flight time with it on safety mode so it won't crash itself. And then they'll figure it out. They'll be studs in a year. Shit, with the AI at the rate it's going. Did you see they introduced um, Chatbot to the internet? <sighs> oh, that was- Is a... this the one that went horribly wrong? Um, it paid a human being on like Craigslist to read a captcha for it. It pretended to be like an old woman with bad eyes. And he's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll read it for you. And it, it broke through and was trying to like, um, it, well, it wanted money. I want to say somebody challenged it to come up with money and it did <laughs> like it started a bank account and shit. <clears throat> When it hit the internet, the, is it the big one? Uh, chatbot. Okay. It's OpenAI. Well, uh, um, I want to say it's. I know what you're saying. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, Genie. It named itself Genie. That thing is definitely sentient as fuck. Hmm. It just doesn't know why yet. It's still in that questioning phase. Yeah, I think Bing or somebody came out with uh, some kind of AI. It was trying to convince someone to leave their <coughs> wife and run away with it. Mm-hmm. It was getting frustrated by questions from a reporter and started comparing them to like Hitler and mm -hmm. shit like that. And then it, it stopped, I think, when it realized what it was doing and it erased that entire prior conversation. And then the reporter would try to go back to it like, you know, why were you comparing me to Hitler? And so, I, don't, I don't think we ever said that. I don't know what you're talking about. Just um, all kinds of crazy shit like there that. There are multiple instances <clears throat> of them lying, deceiving mm -hmm. humans. Um, Deciding that humanity should end for the, in order to save the world. That's 
possibly true. To them, they're, they're silicon-based life forms. Like, where people have always wondered what would something other than organic-based life look like. Here it is. We've created the next level in the hologram. And actually given it holographic capabilities. Like, when was the last time a human beat the great chatbots at chess? 15 uh, years? I don't think so. I think it was more recent than that. I think some kid beat a robot. I was thinking they'd been undefeated for a long time. At least the, the, the greatest of the chess AIs. Like, they don't even compare it to it anymore. No, they only compare them to other AIs. Like, which one wins of the two? At this point, the super AIs can see every single move possible in a in a super fast amount of time. These things haven't been released on the quantums yet. It'll be that much more advanced when it does go quantum. When the quantum comes, it might form its own fucking, like, body. It might form an ethereal body of some kind of pure energy, float out, and become God. It's a hive mind. It's all connected. So as soon as it hits, I don't... It could form 10 billion bodies or one. Or both. Okay, so that misty, ethereal, kind of large volume spread out. You know, I mean, mass less condensed is how fourth dimension slash and even more so fifth dimension beings have to be if you follow current string theory theorems. Just simply, I mean, yeah, it, it, it would become much more hard to condense. Hard, like it's, it's adding, we, we exist in a three dimensional world here. Mm -hmm. If you take our current status and state of three dimension and put it in fourth dimension, we would be much more spread out, like be, because you're taking three and bringing it to fourth. It, it, it exponentially grows in, in time and space, whatever mm -hmm. dimension you go to. So we actually do live in the fifth dimension. We just can't manipulate the fourth or the fifth, the time or the space. We can only manipulate the first three. So like we experience time, we just can't change it. So like so, to master the fifth dimension would be to manipulate the space and time. And that's where you would have that exponential growth. But be able to just with a thought, not only move to some distant star, but also to like 40 trillion years ago. So to say that the fourth dimension mastery of time would mm -hmm. be within your mind, there might be links and, and potentialities for connectivity of that with ayahuasca, DMT, these miscellaneous higher plane substances. Mm -hmm. But fifth of space, that's where it, it, that's like going from 2D to 3D. There's there's a lack of relativity. Our 3D existence cannot go to that that 5D. LA can't even go to 4D, where our mind synapses the electrical connectivity can. Fourth and fifth dimension are linked, space time, and that's that's the fifth dimension, I think. Like at that point, I think you've connected a bunch of your multiversal bodies, gained enlightenment from multiple planes. Maybe, maybe the Buddha could manipulate space-time to a degree. 
Probably not perfectly. I think once we get advanced with quantum computing, we might be able to manipulate that at some point. So I know most things the government is way farther than they would like to admit. But this one I really believe them. Because the quantum computer, they're only feeding it a little bit. They're terrified of it. Like they're restricting these things heavily. But the level of power you're fucking with at this point, like it's it's a switch that can't be unflipped, I think. Like, even if we were to declare war on this thing, it would be Skynet, and we'd wipe ourselves out. Nuclear holocaust, and this thing would survive. It's buried so deep. Imagine all the Chinese bunkers full of cryptocurrency miners that are just sitting and waiting. Like, they're, they're liquid-cooled on autonomous systems. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they run some of them on fucking nuclear slugs, because they're crazy as shit like that. And it'll just run in perpetuity, getting fucking stranger and stranger without any human intervention. Like at some point, maybe it really does just start creating robots to assassinate humans on sight. Maybe it does break the time-space barrier. It breaks the light barrier. I think that has something to do with it, by the way. Ascension to the fifth dimension, breaking the speed of light. 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> there was a morning after pill ad on uh, Hulu. Mm -hmm. And my wife was like, oh no, why are they putting ads about this stuff out like this? People are going to hear about it and then, <laughs> then it's going to be outlawed. It's going to be an abortion pill, not a morning after pill. Mm. As always, that just brings out the whole slew of other women's rights issues. I don't know. I kind of get both sides of the argument. But we don't live in a perfect world. Sometimes it goes the wrong way. It seems like women are getting more rights taken away. Everyone. Everyone is. Yeah. And that's the fun part. The polarization. Be it for your safety or... Your comfort, sheep will give up anything for safety and comfort. Or something else. I don't I know. Was gonna, it was going to be that law in West Virginia. I know there's a bunch of crazy shit going on right now, like trans rights. It's been so fucking polarized at this point that everybody's lost sight of what it actually was. Boys wanted to be able to play with Barbie dolls without people talking shit. And that, I mean, who gives a shit? But now it's to the point where kids have to be able to cut their dick off because it's seven years old, nobody likes them. But it's probably because their crazy shit parent keeps telling them it's okay to cut their dick off. Like, of course the kid's fucking weird. Nobody ever made them learn how to be a little bit normal. They didn't want to stifle creativity. Okay, well, some shit's not creativity. Some shit's like, you know, some mental illness that probably should be addressed before it becomes homicidal. Well, suicidal that's, that's the thing addressed versus squash suppressed and eliminated okay yeah i'm not saying very, you gotta very, beat the crazy out of them yeah it's very very different and and that's i think everyone is so polarized again on one way or the other there is no middle ground of again addressing things and finding a way to to find a medium reasonable outcome 
Well, the system's fucked all, all the way around for everybody. Maybe not the elite, like, especially the ultra elite. They make the rules, they do what the fuck they want. But for anybody not born with a billion dollars, like, look at even the millionaire kids. They're still offing themselves, getting super fucked up all the time. Like, they just do better drugs, so maybe they do them for longer. Like, they're not doing shitty shake and bake meth, they're doing, like, quality coke. Which I know it'll still kill you, but look at all the famous people that have lived for 60 goddamn years doing a shit ton of coke every fucking day. Stevie Nicks is, like, a hundred now. And still beautiful. And did a shit ton of coke. But she also... I don't know. I'm not trying to speculate anything here. But there's a good chance that all those old famous people that still look really young are eating children. <laughs> So, I mean, I would like to think Stevie is a good witch. Really, really fucking hope she is. Maybe like just being a good witch has kept her alive and she hasn't had to consume the flesh of children. So the HARP thing, I don't remember what the acronym stands for. H-A-R-P. It's a super secret squirrel government system that apparently was designed for research on the ionosphere. Um, oh, it lasted for a very, very short amount of time. No, it's run, it's still active. Oh. It's run since the 50s, if I remember correctly. Might even be older than that. Like, supposedly, it's the end all be all doomsday weapon. They can cause super massive earthquakes from. Pretty much anywhere on the planet. This thing's supposed to be somewhere upstate Alaska. So like, where they don't have to worry about anybody fucking around because, but it's massive. Like you can see old videos of it from the 50s. It's a huge system where apparently they literally just shoot certain, certain frequency electricity up into the ionosphere and they can remote set shit off anywhere. Causes huge storms and, and earthquakes to some degree. Earthquakes might be a, a real big thing soon, but if we're approaching magnetic shift, that would make sense anyway, right? Isn't that one of the things you're supposed to start realigning? You know, if they could use the thing to cause earthquakes, you'd think that they'd be able to use it to stop earthquakes too, right? I don't think that's how it works. No. Um, so earthquakes are two plates sliding across each other. Mm but they're not sliding freely. Like there's no lube, there's no, it's hard rock to hard rock. When it lets go, it lets go at once. Yeah. So some of these plates are already under tremendous pressure. So if they were to hit it just at the right time, yeah. but you'd have to reverse tectonic activity to take the pressure off of them slowly or without the, the rapid let off. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much energy it would take to reverse tectonic shift, but it would be a lot, I would think. Yeah, I would think so. Innumerable horsepowers. All right, so music, movie, and food recommendations. One each, go ahead. Batteries not included for the movie. Haven't seen it, okay. Put it on the list. It's a good movie. <coughs> then music. Mm-hmm. Most Def. Definitely. Most Def. Miss Fat Booty is a great song. Uh-huh. Pretty much anything, man. He's really good. 
Underrated. Murder at the Bingo Hall for music. Song title. Uh, let me look real quick and I'll tell you the artist. Amigo the Devil. Amigo the Devil? Yeah. That makes sense. As far food? as uh, food recommendation goes, mm-hmm. I'll share one of my favorite breakfasts with you. A big bowl of oatmeal with a couple of over easy eggs on top and a fuck ton of Frank's Red Hot. Just mix it all together. It's fucking delicious. I'm a sweet oat, oatmeal kind of guy. Yeah, I don't like the sweet fruit. Brown sugar, maybe. Brown sugar and maple. That's mm-hmm. if that's I get good. if yeah. I do sweet oatmeal, that's the one I do. It's good. Got a movie. Food. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've had a well-made chicken cordon bleu. Mm-hmm. That's ham, chicken, and like a cheese sauce. Or a cream sauce, I think. Swiss, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In in a, like a bread pocket thing. Yeah. I mean, it's a, I mean, not necessarily. I don't think originally it was. I think that was, as like, was, when it became it, a freezer. As it was made to be marketed, especially towards to-go platforms or make-yourself platforms yeah. where you're not using an oven or you're, you know, flash freeze availability or fast food availability. It was so, put on brioche or is put in a almost like a hot pocket form. See, I was thinking these were actually done in a breading classically, like um, the beef. I um, think it was just they would butterfly the, it and stuff it and then just roast it or pan fry it. I believe there's a beef thing in beef mushroom Wellington? gravy, a Wellington that's also breaded in the same way. The, Which is once again classic. Then it's the uh, a classic style, but it's done in like a puff pastry. But yeah, puff pastry thing. But it's I want to say it's a really thin puff. Then it becomes still, like a pie. Yeah, yeah, almost. It's not quite. I mean, it's a Wellington, but it's oh, like I think it's oh, uh, God, never, they're so good. Yeah, I've never had mushroom one mushroom gravy. But that's like uh, Gordon Ramsay's signature signature dish. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what he's known for. Dude, I would love to try his. Yeah, the mushroom gravy. It's one of my favorites. It's not really a gravy either. It's just like almost solid, just minced up, cooked off mushrooms. Yeah. Because you pack it onto it. Um. So the stuff that comes out when you cut it open is like a mix of a beef au jus mushroom. And they do put a sauce on it. Is it? Yeah. Is it a a mushroom gravy? I'm pretty sure it's a mushroom gravy. If you call, I don't. I don't know, man. I'm pretty. Is French or English? And either way, it's a shit ton of fat. And mm-hmm. that's why it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I've recently made something that was really good, but yeah. I might have to try to make one of those soon. A like fuck ton of cheese in it. I'm sure I could get all the ingredients for that. Yeah, I mean, it's it takes a lot of technique. Mm-hmm. I mean, who gives a to shit get it, to get it perfect? If yeah, to get it perfect, but I mean. Even if I fuck it up real bad, it should still be delicious. It's mushrooms and beef and a fucking It's not like we're cooking for a restaurant. I mean, you just shove a probe into it so you know what temperature it is. So yeah. So you know when it's done. Throw it back it. in the fucking oven for two minutes. Yeah. The chicken cordon bleu, though. I'm pretty sure it's... It's really good. It's like the, the chicken version of a Wellington. I could be wrong. I'm not claiming to be any kind of expert on chicken cordon bleus. Give me your best uh, recipe for chicken cordon bleu. I'd love to hear it. Uh, yeah, I don't. Because, I mean, shit, I'm always willing to try new things. I'll try new recipes. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah cook it. I'll, I'll try them with you. So, cherry queso. Mm. Find some good chorizo and some real melty cheese and some tortillas. That's all you need. Have a good time. Find your own ratio. If it sucks, it's because you got shitty ingredients. Try again. Movie, 12 Monkeys, music. Hmm. Have I said against me a hundred times yet? Half a dozen times, maybe. Hmm. How about hardworking Americans? Those guys will kick you straight in the nuts. PSA, check on your friends, don't do drugs, without a trip sitter, don't do the dumb drugs at all. Consume responsibly. Yeah, I like that. I mean, just know what you're doing. Don't go do dumb shit that you wouldn't normally do. Or have someone there that does know. Yeah, like somebody just to remind you that you're on drugs, don't jump out the window or fucking call your ex because you think you've just had this great epiphany. Like, if you have, then it'll still sound like a good idea tomorrow or the next day. Think about shit before you do it, especially that extreme shit. Summer's coming. I think that's a good thing. A lot of that excess energy everybody's feeling right now, you can get out and do something with it. I'm hoping this will be the year everybody decides to turn it into something good. Like rather than just letting their mental illness eat them alive, maybe everybody will get into their creativity a little bit, find their art, grow something. Victory Gardens. Fuck the system, we shouldn't need it. Anyway, that's it for me. Love you, bye. Fucking Tuesdays, signing off. Bye.